step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk. Now we can talk a little while. On Bees, Eats, and Booty, let's talk. A long time since you've talked. On Bees, Eats, and Booty, If the reason for this, if the reason that this administration put U.S. troops at risk in Qatar was to protect the Kushner's financial interests, um, then uh, listen, that's all the evidence you need to make some big changes in the White House. In a normal situation, you might terminate a staff member for that reason. It becomes a lot more difficult if you're going to be sitting at Thanksgiving dinner with that person. Start your week off right on Upfront with Chris Sidery. Call 617-254-1030 or 888-929-1030 and join the conversation. You're listening to Upfront. I'm your host, Chris Siderick. We are going to shift gears this hour. If you want to continue the gun conversation, we can get back to that in the 11 o'clock hour. But uh, I have an issue that I have been wanting to raise for a while and I feel that we are now at the point where it cannot go uh, without discussing. And that is the issue of Jared Kushner being in the White House. Uh, Jared Kushner, married to Ivanka Trump, is President Trump's son-in-law. And uh, he, on Wednesday, I believe, was stripped of his top-secret security clearance, along with about 30 other White House staffers who have either permanently or temporarily lost their, their security clearance. Uh, this comes after the chief of staff, John Kelly, uh, basically trying to cover up for the Rob Porter incident. They had uh, the staff secretary, Rob Porter, who uh, was uh, had multiple domestic abuse allegations with pretty credible accounts from his ex-wives. The FBI informed the White House of this. White House basically just kind of put it on the back burner and let him stay on staff until the story leaked out. Uh, and then he obviously resigned, and now Hope Hicks, who helped cover for him, has resigned. She's also dating him, supposedly. Uh, but anyway, after all of that nonsense, the uh, chief of staff, uh, John Kelly, decided to uh, take all those who were on temporary clearance, while we're waiting for their background checks to go through, uh, and and bump them down to uh, secret uh, clearance. This happens, and and I think it's important to understand the timeline here. Jared Kushner, for months and months, has been on this temporary clearance because multiple times, not just once, multiple times, he has lied through omission on the forms that you fill out for your background check, uh, failing to disclose interactions he's had with uh, foreign actors. And because of that, he essentially would have, in any other administration, been denied the clearance, but because he is the president's son-in-law, was given this kind of temporary status as they claimed that the background check was still proceeding, even though it had basically stopped. 
that in itself, I thought, was reasons for dismissal. And I thought it was pretty outrageous that he remained on staff at that point. But it goes further than that. Uh, a couple of pretty disturbing stories came out this week talking about Jared Kushner and how other countries both see and potentially use him to gain influence over the president. Uh, specifically, four nations, China, the United Arab Emirates, Mexico, and Israel, have all had conversations that have been intercepted by our intelligence community talking about how to use Jared Kushner's business interests to gain influence over him. They also kind of have poked fun at him and, and uh, talked about the fact that he is very inexperienced diplomatically and that therefore they can essentially trick him into doing what they want. So that's concerning in itself. Uh, then you have to keep in mind that this is the man who has been tasked with making a peace deal in the Middle East. Remember those four countries I just said? China, United Arab Emirates, Mexico, and Israel? Two of those would have a pretty significant interest in whatever sort of peace deal that Kushner would try to broker. Uh, he's, uh, Kushner has also worked on trade issues specifically with China and Mexico, the other two countries on that list. Uh, so you're talking about someone who repeatedly failed to disclose his foreign contacts while going through a background check. This is also someone who is in the daily presidential briefing, which contains all of the most sensitive material that the president is made aware of on a day-to-day -day basis. So he is dealing with incredibly top-secret information. He has now been stripped of that clearance. But according to the White House, the new clearance policy will not affect Mr. Kushner's ability to continue to do the very important work that he's been assigned by the president. I don't know how you could possibly do the things that Jared Kushner has been assigned to do without having access to the top secret information that he has up until this point had access to. Uh, on top of that, the president's daughter, Jared Kushner's wife, we don't know what her clearance status is. We don't know if it's been affected through this process. We don't know if it will be affected through this process. Uh, and I have to, to point out that there have been some ethics groups that have said, oh, thank goodness this administration finally saw the light and they have stripped Kushner of his, his clearance. I don't know about you, but this administration to me is, has not gained the benefit of the doubt in terms of following the proper ethical procedures and I don't necessarily trust that just because he lost his security clearance that Jared Kushner no longer has access to top secret information. Uh, I, I don't know how you can possibly allow him to stay on staff in the White House in his current role with all of that uh, as part of the story here. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, so we've got four countries specifically saying they are going to use Kushner's business interests and his inexperience to take advantage of him and to gain the upper hand over the U.S. On top of all of that, there is a new report that comes out on Friday. Now, uh, Kushner is involved in his family business. It is currently run by his father, but he still has a significant stake in the company. Uh, the Kushner family real estate business made a direct investment pitch to Qatar's Minister of Finance in April of 2017. So after President Trump is elected, has been sworn in, has been president for a few months, the Kushner company makes an investment pitch to Qatar's Minister of Finance. Uh, the Kushner company, I should mention, not doing great financially. Uh, they made a terrible purchase on a building in New York City, which we can get into. But anyway, they make the direct pitch to Qatar's Minister of Finance. They get denied the investment that they're looking for. 
One month later, one month later, Kushner provides, quote, critical support, uh, according to, to White House sources, to a blockade of Qatar that was basically pushed by Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. Remember that country I mentioned uh, in the uh, the group of four that think they have influence over this guy? So Kushner is basically helping these countries blockade Qatar, uh, which at the time undermined the work that U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson was doing to try to end the standoff. So you have the Kushner company is denied investment from Qatar, and then one month later, Kushner is a critical part of a blockade to undermine Qatar's economy. Uh, it's important to note that he has maintained a significant ownership of the family real estate company and that they are uh, badly in debt. They bought a, a building on 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City uh, for way more than it's worth right before the real estate uh, crash and are now on a global hunt for cash, essentially. Uh, and, and so what you're talking about is you're talking about someone who has access to some of the most uh, sensitive information in terms of our, our national security at the right hand of the president, who we're now supposed to just trust, is going to not see that information but still continue to serve in his role. I find it absolutely unacceptable, and I think he needs to resign immediately. Uh, any of you who claimed that Hillary Clinton was trying to pull some pay-for-play scheme with the Clinton Foundation and Uranium One, this nonsense conspiracy that has absolutely no paper trail to, to show any sort of wrongdoing, any of you who were concerned at all about that, this is a direct example of exactly what you're talking about, only the stakes are much, much higher. And if you were outraged about that and you're not outraged about this, then you are being intellectually disingenuous. Uh, 617-254-1030 is the number. 888-929-1030. What do you think? Does Kushner have to go? We'll be right back with your phone calls here on Upfront, WBZ News Radio, 1030. Upfront with Chris Sidorak. Call 617-254-1030 or 888-929-1030 on WBZ News Radio, 1030. What do you think it is we do here? We collect information. Information changes overnight. Knowledge is power. Tune in and get ahead. And if anyone's listening with half a brain in their head, they know what I'm talking about. Upfront. Are you listening? When you're talking on BZ. With Chris Sidorak, WBZ News Radio 1030. You're listening to Upfront. I'm your host, Chris Sidorak. And apparently, U.S. foreign policy is for sale. Jared Kushner, uh, a substantial owner of the Kushner family business, is uh, essentially being manipulated by countries around the world through financial means and through uh, his diplomatic inexperience. And, and I just think that if there is supposed to be any sort of semblance that this administration has uh, any sort of regularity or moral compass or anything, if we're going to pretend that this is a legitimate government representing the people in the country, you cannot have Jared Kushner in the White House any longer after these reports that have come out this last week. 617-254-1030 is the number. Aaliyah in Salem, you're up first this hour. Welcome, Aaliyah. What's on your mind tonight? Hello, Aaliyah. Are you there? All right, I'll toss you on hold. We'll see if uh, my producer Mark can check back in with you. I, I just think that we have to... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Keep tabs on... This is an untraditional president. He has obviously come from the business world. Uh, Mark, if you just want to check in with Aliyah, I went there. Yeah, wasn't there. Uh, he comes from the business world. He claimed that he was going to divest himself completely from his company. Uh, remember, he did the press conference with a stack of folders and lots of paper that uh, reportedly was blank, telling us that he was no longer going to have uh, a business interest. And this is the risk that you run when you have people in very high positions in our nation's government that have financial interests at play here and around the globe. And this is a pretty direct example of that. This latest story about uh, Jared Kushner's role in the blockade of Qatar, I think to me is is pretty concerning. And I think it long time overdue that he needs to step down and, and has no place in that White House. Uh, we're going to try again. Aaliyah in Salem. Welcome, Aaliyah. What's on your mind? Yes. Uh, two comments, and then uh, I'll add one more thing. Sure. Regarding the young people in, in uh, Florida, okay. I think if they could have a place to gather, let's say like a church, a synagogue, or so on, I would, if I were the parents, I would ask them to hold on and keep the pressure until uh, some, some changes are made in D.C., and with uh, the gun folks. Uh, and because once you start, you have to keep going forward. And and I think the pressure would have served pretty nicely. Or probably do it like uh, some of the students are doing here in Massachusetts, every week find a day to do something different and, and keep up the voice. And my other thing, again, my other thing is that for Mr. Trump, he mentioned, I don't know if you remember that, um, I, I can, we shouldn't be, be, get scared of the INA. We should, you know, fight with them. And then Plip, he went uh, to meeting with them. And when he came back, and he said, um, you know, I have everything that I need, you know, meaning that they cannot silence me, they cannot buy me. But he went to the meeting and find out that he has a price. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're veering back to the topic from the first hour. That's all right. Um, yes, yeah. Yes. I, I think that it was pretty obvious that the, the president made some strong statements against the NRA and then kind of immediately backtracked once he met with them. The NRA was a pretty early supporter of President Trump. Mm-hmm. They tried to kind of bring him into the establishment. Uh, I, I think that I, I don't take the president's word to mean very much at this point. I don't know how you could. He did the same thing on the immigration issue. Mm-hmm. He came out and said, we're going to do something with the DACA program. We're going to make this happen. We're going to find a compromise. Mm-hmm. And then turned around and basically shot down all the bipartisan deals that were brought to his desk. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think that words are enough coming from him. And it's an issue that... Uh, Republicans have traditionally been very, I I was going to say very slow, but actually have been pretty much not open to talking about in terms of gun control. Uh, And in fact, you can see how not open to it they are by the fact that Representative Steve Scalise, uh, while talking about how to to push gun control forward, wants to bring the concealed carry bill through and uh, basically make it so that if you're licensed to carry in one state, you're licensed to carry across the country. 
I, I don't think that the Republican Party plans on making any moves on this issue uh, unless it becomes absolutely politically damaging for them not to. Uh, you, the few that you've seen at least change some positions. Marco Rubio started to, to back down a little bit. I, I mean, when I say back down, we're talking say that you'll raise the age from 18 to 21. So not necessarily very meaningful reforms. Uh, but he did that because he had a a town hall meeting on CNN with mm-hmm. students and family members and victims and and community members that were putting the pressure on him to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've said it in the first hour: gun rights advocates are twice as likely, according to a recent Pew Research study, uh, to contact their legislators as gun control advocates are. So it is a small population, but a very vocal population. And until gun control advocates start to express their views with as much passion and dedication as the gun rights advocates, you're not going to see any movement. Now, I will say, you mentioned the kids in Parkland. What I find so impressive about them and what I think uh, has the, uh, the gun rights advocates running a little bit scared is that young people have an incredible amount of moral fortitude. They have not been beaten down by the world. They don't. They haven't had to compromise a, a million times, and and they haven't had to. They haven't been worn down by the grind of uh, the type of gridlock that we normally see. So I, I I hope, and I am inspired by their their commitment so far, and I hope that 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 youthful passion will continue to carry them forward. Uh, I I think that this is. I said it after Sandy Hook. I'll say it again. This is now our second last chance. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, Sandy Hook was such a horrific, traumatic event for our country because of the young age of the kids and, and the devastation that uh, that shooter was able to to bring. I thought if we didn't do anything after 2012, we were never going to do anything on guns. Exactly. The, the kids from Parkland have changed that equation. I, I think that they have put a new face on this movement, and they have grown up in a world where we have basically said – we don't care enough about your lives to make you safer at school. And so they are now coming of age, and they are unhappy with us for that message. Can you believe it, Aaliyah? They are upset with us for not doing more to protect them. And more power to them. I am so proud of these kids, and, and I hope that they will continue to, to fight for what they believe in. It, it, it is sad, and it, it's shameful, too. You know, oh, totally. We, I mean, the adult, we, the adults, failed this generation of kids by failing to do something sooner. It's, it's unacceptable that someone like that Parkland shooter is able to have the kind of red flags in his background that he had, to have the two dozen run-ins with law enforcement that he had, and then to be able to walk into a store and legally buy the kind of heavy weaponry that he did. Uh, It's just unacceptable, and and we need to do more. Exactly. If I may, ask, uh, may add one more thing regarding Mr. Jarrett. Yes. I think he should go. And the other thing again that I say, I don't know, for some reason I think that we are afraid of Mr. Trump. We are because things that are happening that never happened before. Even it's good to see the media pound at it, but at the beginning they were very subtle and they were not doing what they're supposed to be doing because the media shouldn't be playing. That's their job to do, no matter what it is, how bad it is, to go out there and bring it to the open. But um, I think definitely, um, Jared, I think the time has come for him, too. And uh, even his daughter, 
because this is um, pure autocracy and this is pure dictatorship. That's, that's the way that I see it. Yeah, I, I, it's unacceptable to have yeah. family members surrounding you mm-hmm. and to have access to the kind of, of sensitive information and mm-hmm. the amount of power and influence that is now being held by this family is is ridiculous. Exactly. And and then when you add in these question marks, and, and not even just question marks, these are exclamation points. Mm-hmm. This guy has lied multiple times to the FBI. It clearly is uh, in a bad place financially and therefore very vulnerable to financial blackmail or influence uh, and has multiple times gone outside of the normal procedure to pursue his own interests. This is the same guy who tried to set up a direct line between uh, President Trump and uh, Russian officials that was outside of the U.S. intelligence community. This is the same guy who... Again, lied about the the foreign contacts he's had. Who's who's been shady about his his financial interests, and and apparently was a key part of supporting this boy the 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 blockade. I mean, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. of Qatar. And if you're talking about actual U.S. foreign policy that puts U.S. interests at risk, there are thousands of U.S. troops in Qatar. If you're talking about actual U.S. policy being influenced by the fact that this guy has financial woes that are being exploited by some of the, the major players around the globe, that is beyond unacceptable. It's it's unacceptable that we got to this point, and the fact that he is still there today is, is really just a slap in the face to the American people. And the best part about it, Aaliyah, is that this is coming from the party that claimed Hillary Clinton was the most corrupt person we've ever seen yes. and was all about pay for play. Yes. This is exactly what they attacked her for doing, except it's actually true. How about exactly. that for a twist, huh? And, and, and it's funny, though. I was thinking as you, were, as you were talking about President Obama, he would have never survived something. No like one that. in this country's <laughs> history would have allowed yeah. this sort of, yeah. of violation. And, and Ali, yeah. i got to let you go. But thank you for the call. We're going to take a break here for the 1030 News. Be right back with more up front. WBZ. Sunday is my favorite day again. Yeah. Jumpstart your week. Add your voice to the mix. Sunday talk with Chris. I'd like to hear you talking. Chris Siderick. I got to hear it up front. I'd like to hear you talking. WBZ. I got to hear it up I'd like to hear you talking. Chris Siderick. I got to hear it up. I'd like to hear you talking. I'm busy. I got to hear it up. Up front with Chris Sidorick, WBZ News Radio 1030. You're listening to Up Front. I'm your host, Chris Sidorick. You can always follow me on Twitter at Chris Sidorick, C I T O R I K. You can like the show page on Facebook. Just search Up Front with Chris Sidorick. We were talking this hour about Jared Kushner, and I understand this is. Uh, a little bit wonky. It's it's kind of inside politics, but uh, I think it is a legitimate threat to our nation that someone who is so obviously financially compromised and so obviously over his head diplomatically, uh, having such a large influence over our current president, uh, I think, to be honest, I think he and Ivanka both need to go. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, I thought it was inappropriate from the beginning that the president would choose his own daughter and son-in-law to serve as such close advisors. Uh, can you imagine if uh, any other president had tried to do that, that we would have been saying, no, that's that's not how this works. And yet, because we've thrown all the rules out the window, we let this guy get away with everything. And uh, someone who we know for a fact, at least four countries around the world, uh, including China, uh, including Mexico, who we're undergoing trade talks with, including the United Arab Emirates and Israel, while we're trying to negotiate a peace deal in the Middle East, all of those countries realize that Jared Kushner is vulnerable to financial manipulation, realize that he is diplomatically inexperienced and that they can take advantage of it, uh, have talked about ways to do that. And these countries, I should note, are requesting to meet directly with him. They're refusing to negotiate with anyone else because they know this guy is a sucker. And so we've stripped his top security, his top secret security clearance, but he's still at the White House I wouldn't be shocked if he's still in the daily presidential briefing, which is chock full of top secret material uh, and just a, a total violation of his supposed duty for this country. Uh, 617-254-1030 is the number. Larry in Baltimore, you're next. Welcome to the show. Larry, you're on WBZ. Hey, Chris. Pleasure to talk to you. Right, good to talk with you. What's on your mind? Um, if this is wonky, I'm loving it because um, this is the kind of stuff we need to be talking about and, and doing it reasonably. And I heard you say about their moral compass, and I, I totally agree with you. This guy's got to go because we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg right now. This is all the information that you and I know. Never right. mind what right. kind of what stuff the FBI's dug up uh, or other governments have dug up on him. Exactly. And we don't know, I don't think, one-tenth of what Mueller and the FBI knows. And I heard two things over the weekend that I thought were really interesting. Uh, now, this guy is supposedly a big uh, real estate mogul, you know, <laughs> a.k.a. Pop, I'm sure right? mogul we're putting in quotes, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is in his own mind. I don't know if he yes. is or not. perfect. But I was listening to a report over the weekend, and they had a little thing on him because of the flap last week. Right. And according to them, they said he has a payment coming up for a building he bought yes. back in 2007. 666 Fifth it. Avenue in New York yeah. City. Now, I mean, does that not, like, I don't know, make your hair stand up, like, a little bit? <laughs> right? I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's unbelievable. But do you know how much the payment is? It's due in January. $1.2 billion. Like $1.2 Now, this guy may be big. But I don't know where anybody comes up with that kind of money. No, and, and it's and and this company, the the Kushner Real Estate Company, has been going around the world looking for investors because they can't find anyone that's willing to put cash into this building. They have this this massive redevelopment plan where they're going to basically, it's it's already a money pit, but they're going to double the it's size of it to somehow try to turn right? it around. Yeah. Oh, it it's considered one of the worst New York real estate purchases maybe okay, ever. Well. That speaks to his abilities, but regardless, I mean, I'm not trying to knock him, 
But this is so inappropriate and so puts us at risk. It's so beyond the pale. We would not let this stand in any other time if in our nation's history. If they doing this, they'd be marching in the streets, burning effigies over. And and also, another one was Betsy DeVos, the uh, Secretary of Education. Yep. Uh, just heard earlier today, they played the tape when she was being confirmed that she was going to divest and, you know, blah, blah, period. Right, right. Uh, well, then, you know, there's an exception. She has, like, uh, $25 million invested in some education company. Right. So they're going to try to privatize education and make a ton of money off it. And after she got confirmed, she not only did not divest it, she invested an additional $10 million into it, and they just got some kind of order from a government agency, maybe the FTC or something, just recently to cease and desist because they're claiming that they can educate people that have ADD, HDD, you know, all these learning disabilities. Right. And without uh, medication and all this stuff. Now, see, that is a conflict of interest. And if you're going to be you a think? public servant <laughs> to, you know, serve the country, then do that. But if you want to go run an education thing, then go do that. But you can't do both. You can't do both. And it's not an apparent conflict. It's a conflict. Yeah, it's Larry, and, and, and they take their their cues here from the top. We're talking about a president who I had mean, a big press conference with a stack full of folders to show that he was really serious about making sure he divested his business interests. Look, Jimmy Carter had to sell his peanut farm. That's right. how this country I, used to I, work. And I remember that. And that was just a really, it was not a, you know, a backyard operation, but it was no little thing. I mean, relatively it was, speaking. It was, it was you'll forgive me for this, small peanuts compared to what we're dealing with now. But you know what gets me is that nobody's bringing this up other than you. And like you said, they're taking it from the top because the president, I would say from different things I've heard, is probably made in profits tens of millions of dollars since he took office from his various business concerns for one reason and one reason only, because he's the president. Oh, I, without a doubt. Every time care. he goes to Mar-a-Lago, people come to visit and they stay. Well, not not to even actually more directly than that, Secret, Secret Service. Service. Exactly, they pay. They literally pay the president's yeah. company to. And uh, if he's giving them a discount, what do you think those rooms go for there? Like five hundred a night, six hundred. Even if he gives them a fifty percent discount, you got twenty, thirty, fifty guys down there paying two, three hundred dollars a night for a room. It's unbelievable, and, and and it just and it drives me so insane that this came from the same party that had such a problem with Hillary Clinton and said that you know she what? was so corrupt and so yeah. uh, financially well, driven. And There's a hotel in Washington, and he's making tremendous bookings from that. And you know what? I don't care if it's legal, if it's not legal, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's not legal, but nothing matters anymore, apparently, it's in terms not, of this it's stuff. It's not right, it's not good, and it's not good for the country, and it's certainly not good because I remember when he won the election, they said the Secret Service had sent in additional uh, funding requests to Congress right. just up to November, a year over a year ago when the election was held, for like $42 million in additional funds to cover Secret Service expenditures guarding him. Yeah, I mean, he was on pace to outspend Obama's eight years halfway through his year one. Yeah. Uh, it so, was unbelievable the amount of money that's being spent. He just spent his hundredth day at his golf club. This is the guy who said he wasn't going to have time to golf. There, it, like every weekend, and he used to. They all beat up on Obama, and Bush used to golf all the time. But you know what? This is just. I mean, I know things change, and you know, per, uh, standards and all that stuff. But this guy is. 
not involved in any policy. He keeps, like, giving marching orders. You know why? He's got that Harvard Business School mentality. Three words, delegate, delegate, delegate. He tells Congress to write the bill, but you write a good – I know you guys, you know, and he flatters them. You guys are going to come up with a great bill, and I'll right. sign it. They say, oh, I'm not signing that. Right. I'm not signing you know, <laughs> Right, right. You can't trust him. You can't take his word on anything. And his defenders say, well, he's only keeping – he's only doing what he said he was going to do. That's that's a smokescreen. That's a non sequitur. Oh, it's it's swampier than it's ever been in D.C. Just discuss it on its merits, what he's doing. Not justify it by saying, oh, well, he said he was going to do it when he was campaigning. Yeah, and and the fact that we no longer can take this administration at its word is why I have a huge problem with Kushner still being in the White House, and Kushner, and to that end, Ivanka still being in the White House. They they need to go immediately. Jr.? What about Don Jr.? Well, Don Jr. supposedly is only running the company and has nothing to do with the governmental policies. It's so dirty, it's ridiculous. It's the only thing that keeps me from pulling my hair out at night, Larry, is that I really do think that the Mueller investigation has some serious dirt on these guys and that eventually and it's it's so frustrating that it's taking about. this long, but eventually I do think they will be held accountable. I want them to do it right, not do it fast. Exactly, and, exactly. And- People, we have no idea what they know right Well, now. and the real and, challenge, Larry, is that when you're dealing with an entire political party and one that controls both the courts and the legislature uh, yeah. that has protected this guy, you really do have to make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's before that's you take any doing. action. Yeah, That's what they're doing. They're, they're stonewalling every time the Democrats try to get info or papers or records. Well, I mean, just look at the Nunes memo. The, the Nunes memo that came yeah, out the other week yeah. was, was just a— such a blatant uh, attempt to undermine the investigation without any actual facts or credibility. Yeah, they put it out on Saturday. They delayed it two and a half weeks. So it didn't have the same impact because people couldn't read. You know, people's attention span has gotten too bad. But I'm really glad that you're getting into this stuff, especially the particulars, because you know what? We're talking serious money here. Oh, yeah. And and that's serious what money. I, I just I almost didn't do this topic because I realize it's not the sexiest issue of the day. But well, I really do think it is a legitimate concern for it is the more than legitimate. This yeah. is the heart of the problem that everybody else is like afraid. Apparently, I mean, I'm guessing, but afraid to tackle. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you have you you have an inexperienced negotiator who is financially vulnerable, basically dealing one on one with representatives from other countries, and and we are paying the price for it. And our troops were put at risk over this stupid blockade I mean, that he supported what? for That's no other reason. Thing I want to get in that maybe you don't know or your viewers don't, your listeners. Um, why are we spending $50 billion a year just in Afghanistan? I mean, I think that is pure insanity 16 years in. It's a, it's a lost cause. I'm all for helping people. I think we should be in Syria saving those innocent civilians. But in Afghanistan, we've done what we can do. Yeah, Afghanistan's been a quagmire for anyone that's ever tried to go in there militarily. If we had studied our history, we would have known that. $50 billion a year, and a big chunk of it's being stolen by the politicians, right. the policemen, the army guys. I mean, Contractors. And, yeah. and our guys are getting, and girls are getting, you know, massive head wounds and killed and limbs blown off. That makes me sick. Yeah, absolutely. You know? 
No, you hit the nail on the head, Larry. It's uh, all right. Uh, I appreciate oh, the call and, and thank you for the voice of reason. I, I needed it tonight. <laughs> I needed to hear you, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, you have a good one. I appreciate it. Six one seven two five four ten thirty is the number. We'll take a quick break and be right back with more of your calls here on Upfront WBZ News Radio ten thirty. Jumpstart your week Upfront with Chris Sidorick. Add your voice to the mix on WBZ News Radio ten thirty. The News Watch never stops. Getting you ready for the week ahead. Up front with Chris Siderick. Add your voice to the mix. Call 617-254-1030 and join the conversation on WBZ News Radio 1030. You're listening to Upfront. I'm your host, Chris Siderick. We were talking about Jared Kushner. He was stripped of his top secret security clearance earlier this week, yet he remains at the president's right hand. Uh, they, the White House claims that the new clearance policy, quote, will not affect Mr. Kushner's ability to continue to do the very important work he has been assigned by the president, and quote, I don't see how that is possible. He is supposedly going to broker a peace deal with the Middle East and work on trade issues with China and Mexico while not having access to any of our top secret information uh, or any of the latest briefings from the National Security Council. It's just unbelievable. And and we're talking about someone who has gone outside of the procedures in terms of lying about his uh, contacts with foreign agents and in terms of setting up meetings and correspondence with uh, foreign nationals. Just an unbelievable violation of the, the ethics that have uh, supposedly been protocol for so long. And, and just it flies in the face of... Uh, what we should want from our government to have someone who is so obviously financially vulnerable uh, doing negotiations with people who know that he is manipulate he's uh, easy to manipulate uh, and yet very little is being talked about with it and that's I think what drove me to to do this topic is that uh, you're not hearing much about it despite the fact that I think it is a major risk and uh, just a, a microcosm of how this administration sees our government. Uh, back to the phones we go. 617-254-1030. James in New York, you're up next. Welcome to the show. James, what's on your mind tonight? Hi. Good evening. Um, I am 100% uh, on board with the concerns you've raised about Jared Kushner. Um, I think that it is uh, entirely legitimate to strip him of his clearances, and I think he should resign as well. I, you've done a very good job of outlining all the reasons uh, for, for why um, the FBI was unable to give him a security clearance, uh, you know, from his inability to, uh, well, well, the omissions, the many, many omissions. Right, multiple, uh, not just one. They gave him that form multiple right. times. They gave him and multiple, op- right, exactly. multiple opportunities to, to state the facts, and he omitted. Which is usually, I, I should, I just want to point out, that's usually right there grounds for having your clearance rejected. When you lie like that on that form, you don't usually get a second chance, and he's had multiple. Right, exactly. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. I mean, the only other time we've seen uh, this sort of... Uh, I think we're losing you there, James. I'm going to toss you on hold. We'll see if we can get you to a better spot for a signal there. Uh, but you're right. We we don't have this kind of of blatant violation. We've never allowed this before. Uh, I jokingly mentioned, but only half jokingly, that Jimmy Carter had to sell his peanut farm when he became president because the last thing we want, and and this is, of course, what we should expect. The last thing we want is someone in 
an important position with significant power, having financial interests that might prevent a conflict of interest when dealing with U.S. policy. And when Chris Christie, (laughs) when Chris Christie is telling you that it is time for you to go, uh, you know that you have reached a sad place. And I just had to use this cut because, uh, and this is cut 12 in there, Mark. I I had to use this cut because Chris Christie, when I think of Chris Christie, I will forever think of him sitting on that beach chair after he closed the, the state park to the public and then took his family down there for vacation. And some incredibly intrepid local reporter got an aerial shot of him just sitting in his chair, uh, taking up space, <laughs> uh, while the while the public was forced to uh, change their vacation plans because he decided to use it for his own family's benefit. So Chris Christie, of all people, is telling Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump they have to go. Uh, here he is talking with George Stephanopoulos on ABC's This Week about Jared Kushner's very bad, horrible, no good week and the downside of using family members in important positions. Loses his top secret clearance. Series of stories about these meetings with the bankers, his vulnerability to foreign blackmail. At the end of the week, this report about uh, one month after his father met with the finance minister of Qatar, was refused some financing, Jared Kushner organizing actions, diplomatic actions against Qatar. Does he have to go? Is he still well-serving the president? Well, listen, the the president's going to have to make that judgment. And this is most particularly sensitive because it's a family member. this is why lots That's of part of the problem. Well, of course, it? and I was going to say, George, that that the situation is made much worse by the fact that when you have family members in the White House, um, it makes it much more difficult. And there were many of us who counseled the president, not just about Jared, but about any other members of his family having official positions, not because they weren't competent or qualified or that the president didn't trust them, but because it, when circumstances come up that the president couldn't have been aware of. Um, and in a normal situation, you might terminate a staff member for that reason. It becomes a lot more difficult if you're going to be sitting at Thanksgiving dinner with that person. And so for Jared and for Ivanka and for all the other members of the family who are involved in one way or the other, um, I think everybody's got to focus on what's best for the president. When I was chairman of the transition, when I was endorsing him and working to try to get him elected, my focus all the time was what's the best thing for the candidate and then for the president-elect. And I think everybody on the staff here has got to get back to that. From, from General Kelly right on down, what's best for the president and the country? I, I love that cut because he remembered right at the very end, oh, we should actually be paying attention to what's best for the country. Before that, it's what's best for the president, the president, the president, the president. Uh, he also throws in a lot of when I was this, when I was that, when I was that, of course, because he's Chris Christie. Uh, but I, I do have to say, the the line he throws in there about things that the president could not be aware of, uh, I reject that because it was pretty well known that Jared Kushner uh, was on the hook for this incredible amount of debt from the purchase of 666 Fifth Avenue in New York City. Uh, you, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Uh, and they have a $1.2 billion payment that's due in January 2019, have been fishing for cash around the world, and now you put him at the right hand of the president? And you expect him to not use that power for his own financial gain? Based on what? Based on some incredible moral compass that he has that he's going to make recommendations that that undermine his business interests? I don't think so. I don't buy it. Elliot and Brockton, you're next. Welcome, Elliot. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, how you doing? Um, the problem that we have, we talk about a lot of things that's going on and we realize it's, it's being done, but we don't physically do anything about it. I mean... Um, this man here is doing all these things up here. 
and what if somebody um uh, gets one of him, really gets wind of him, and they kidnap him? Because uh, if he's got all that information, you know. But that, that's just it, Elliot. They don't even have to kidnap him. They He is basically being manipulated by uh, some pretty savvy players. Uh, China, the United Arab Emirates, Mexico, and Israel have all had conversations that our intelligence community has intercepted, basically saying, this guy's a sucker. Request him specifically for your negotiations, which they have been doing, and we can use his financial needs and, and interests to manipulate U.S. policy into whatever we want. And, and you look at the specific report that came out on Friday that uh, the Kushner family made a direct pitch for money to Qatar's Minister of Finance in April 2017. They went right to this uh, Qatar official and said, will you invest in our company? He said no. And then a month later, Kushner was a critical piece in uh, making a blockade of Qatar happen. And while that's happening, I mean, this is like unbelievable stuff. While that's happening, the Secretary of State is literally working to end the standoff. So you have Kushner now working against the Secretary of State, and U.S. foreign policy is a, is basically for sale at that point. Oh, yeah. Well, see, you have to understand that how this government was founded, and we have people like that now in the White House that founded this country. And this is, a, this is a good country, but we have the wrong people running it. We've always had you know, the majority of the time of uh, the wrong people uh, running it. Yeah, it, it, is, and, uh, it is a great country. And I, and I do agree that, that while I haven't agreed with all the uh, specific policies and uh, approaches of, of different folks in the past, this is the first time that I've seen a blatant disregard for that kind of moral standard that you cannot use – uh, the White House or any sort of of important position for your own personal financial gain. That used well, to be well, a bedrock of what we oh, believed yeah. in in this country. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but look, I mean, look what uh, look what the F- FBI been doing, the CIA been doing, and all these um, groups that are supposed to protect uh, the people of the country and the government. You know, they've been doing shady things. You know, so like, so when when uh, the Trump family got in there. They felt like they're at home. I think I think they had dollar signs in their eyes in that that oh, cartoonish yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. way where cha ching, here we go, right. let's bleed so, it dry for all we can, and and it's just right. unacceptable. So, so, so what we need to do and understand that that we need to arrest them by removing them, and just like um like if we were doing some disturbing the yeah, you know what, Elliot, you know, I actually you know, believe. I actually believe that's going to happen, and i, I got to let you go because we're up against the break, but thank you so much for the call. I do think the Mueller investigation is getting somewhere. Uh, we're going to step away here for the 11 o'clock news and then open lines for the 11 o'clock hour on WBZ. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.